All right, ladies and gentlemen, another convo.、Uh, Tennis of Melbourne, City of Love. I have Steph with me. Steph, you want to say hello to our family and friends? Yeah. Good morning, everyone. The City of Melbourne. Good to <laughs> see you guys. Well, good to hear you guys again. <laughs> All right, Steph.、Uh, are you playing a lot of tennis recently? Um, at the moment, I'm more focusing on my studies、mm-hmm. and working at the moment. But I'm still keeping up with the tennis, but more socially. But it's very hard, as a lot of people would know, during this crazy time in the world. So, yeah.、Mm-hmm. yeah. Have you thought about coaching? Um, I actually am coaching, not currently <laughs> due to the pandemic, but um, yeah, I'm coaching at a school, and I've been coaching from little kids from、uh-huh. five to six year olds all the way. Through to some year twelves,、um, mm-hmm. yeah, definitely the five six year olds definitely、um, have some fun with them.、Mm-hmm. What's one tip for having fun with five and six year old in you know in coaching them? Oh, I definitely want to emphasize to just make tennis fun for them, play games, and、mm-hmm. it's it's not all about. Of course, results is great, but especially at that age, it's more emphasizing those grassroots, those basic techniques, the tennis that um. Just really making sure the kids are having fun. There's a smile on their face, and they're just enjoying themselves and they're playing tennis because the dynamics change, as a lot of people know, when you、mm-hmm. get older.、Mm-hmm. Now,、um, going back to you,、um, did you start at tennis when you were five and six, or later? So I started. Well, first I actually did ballet before tennis. Ballet. Uh, yes, fun fact: I was a ballerina. Could、um, not tell your by your flexibility. <laughs> no, <laughs> not at all.、Um, yes, did ballet before tennis, which may have helped with some hand-eye coordination and balance as well in tennis. So, yeah, I started tennis at about four and a half, five years old, and I kept the same coach from that age up until yeah, seventeen, eighteen years old, where I like began to stop declining in tennis, but I still kept it up. Um, which is great, but yeah, had the same coach. Which shout out to Nectar、uh-huh. um, from Tennis Train. He's always been there to really support me, and、nice. yeah, he really same coach for more than a decade.、Yeah. Same coach for more than、yeah. a decade. That's、uh, same coach exactly. Very、yeah. few, very few to to have that around. Okay, now so you saying you did ballerina? How long did you do ballerina for? Yes,、um, I did ballet for about a year, year and a half, and then I was asked to decide whether I wanted to do ballet or tennis, and I chose tennis. Okay, and what's what's so boring about ballerina? <laughs> uh, honestly, <laughs> I don't know. I think I wasn't that like. Oh, I, I don't think I could do all the makeup and all that all the time. But um, yeah, I always wanted to be on point shoes, but never got to that point. But I thought, nah, tennis is definitely the way to go. I could see I was a lot more passionate about it, so I decided to go that down that pathway. Okay, now change my mind. Okay, tennis is、yes. boring. Tennis is boring. You pick up the balls, you hit the ball outside the fence, you go out and pick up the fence. You you wake up in the morning, it's cold, and then you hit three rallies. You're gonna pick up the ball again in string breaks. You have to travel. Tennis is boring. Change my mind. Tennis is not boring, Tom. Not at all.、Okay. Um, no, it's got so many fun aspects. You're not only—I know it's an individual sport, but there are a lot of team events out there. There's doubles.、Um, it's all about having fun on that field. You can do a lot of things with the tennis ball. It's not just playing tennis. You can bounce the ball as well.、Mm-hmm. Um, you can do a lot of things with tennis, and it's a life sport. So you will always be able to play that throughout your whole life. And 
the traveling, you get to meet so many people across not only Australia, um, you can meet so many people across the world and you make so many connections and they can be lifelong friendships. So, mm. yeah. I, I, right now, we're like not even five minutes five minutes in the combo. I can just tell you're really, really good with kids and educating and patience. Am I right? Yes, I do. I definitely do love kids. What are you doing for uni? Um, I'm studying an undergraduate degree um, of exercise sports science, oh. majoring in exercise physiology and strength and conditioning. But um, I think I'm in my final year, but um, yeah. I'm considering, heavily considering next year of going into PE teaching, actually. Yeah. So thinking about working with kids, um, yeah, they're great. They're great fun. They definitely... Um, give you a lot of stories to talk about as well i, I can just tell because i do work you know i mean coaching swimming and all that stuff you deal with you know kids under age of 15 or, or above 4 to 15 and then i just feel like you got that that sort of um don't take the wrong way but like sort of like a mummy sort of voice that sort of like all right guys line up please all right <laughs> hush hush you know that kind of, that kind of i can just tell all right we're just getting time <laughs> Yes, no, oh, I've had kids before, um, especially coaching after school, they don't get to finish their lunch or something, so it's mm. like, oh, can we eat our lunch? It's like, quickly, like, just eat it, and then get back <laughs> on the court, and then you can play. I go, I go, let's have the energy on the court, so quickly eat your snack, but, um, yeah, definitely, um, yeah, definitely love the kids. Mm-hmm. You know what, if, if I'm a, if I run a tennis club or something, I would love to have you, like, on my holiday program clinic or something just just like just dealing with or, or working with kids between four to to eight and then i can just see you playing lots and lots of games with them right oh that's definitely my favorite um age group to work with tom mm-hmm. for sure like especially the kids love their they love their little game of ice cream or jail and all those little those little games that um they get very competitive some of them but um Okay. Yeah, they're they're really fun. I'm asking for a friend. Uh, what's ice cream? Yes. What's ice cream? Okay, so ice cream is a game where you have all the kids line up across the net and um, they're working on their volleys. Actually, just simple, basic volleys, and they'll each have a flavor, uh-huh. and you'll call out their flavor as you feed the ball to them. Then they'll try and get it over. Uh-huh. Um, and if you feed the ball to them and you call out a different flavor it's not their flavor and they hit it they lose an arm and oh. they have to try and get all their body parts back so yeah you increase the difficulty of the game and the fun in the game i've got another friend who wants to ask what's jail <laughs> jail oh look no you're not behind any prison bars um, <laughs> so jail pretty much the kids will line up in the line and they'll just hit the try and get it over the net and in the court some of them think it's funny to hit the ball right to the back of the fence but um no hit the ball in the court if you get it in you're safe if you don't get it in and over the net you're in jail and then the person has to try and save you at the end but um yeah it's pretty it's pretty fun it's a good game nice nice okay so now currently you said you're working on your you know your obviously academics i do you have exams now, if I'm correct? Um, I just finished exams. So my last oh. exam was on the 17th of June, so that was good. Okay. So what are you doing between now and whenever everything comes back? 
So, um, yeah, between now and everything comes back, I'm actually currently I'm actually doing a similar role to what you do at the tennis. I'm actually working as a sports trainer at a VFL club. Right. Um, that's my uni placement. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, just going for a lot more runs, trying to catch up with um, family, friends, my mm-hmm. partner as well, yeah. um, working a lot as well. So, oh, yeah. Oh, grown up. Oh, grown up. Yes. Let, let, let's throw back. For those who don't know, let's throw back to Pat Pierce 2013. Oh, <laughs> uh, yes. Oh, my goodness. The glory days. Oh, man. You know, yellow and black shirts. And who was in your team? Um, yes. Can you remember who was in your team? Oh, uh, who was in the Pat Pierce 2013 team? 2013, yeah. I think I may have been. Yeah, ish. Yeah, ah, oh, definitely 2012 was a good year. Pat Pierce representing the North Suburban Junior Tennis Association. Yeah, Association. Daddy but, um, in the house. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, NSJTA, yeah, always loved. He was always a privilege um, representing mm-hmm. NSJTA. Um, I think back in the days, who was there? Um, I think... Um, I think Teodora Varuna was there, yep. Danny Ha was there, yep. Natasha Illich, mm-hmm. uh, oh. Mary J. Cody. Lucas um, Luke, Yeah, Lucas Verdon was there as well. There was a few of us, um, mm-hmm. yeah, wow. all wearing those, like, bumblebee type of shirts. Mm-hmm. But, uh, oh. yeah, and that was good fun. Time flies. Now, for those who, oh, well, I don't know, you, you knew, but uh, the reason why I reached out to you was um, by Mr. Aaron Sharp, and he... he, he he recommended me to reach out to you at some point because I did something with him uh, maybe a few months ago with about NSJDA. And yes. I think last month I did something with um, uh, Priscilla. It's Priscilla, and yeah. I, and I call her the queen of NSJDA. And then when yes. I come to you, I'm thinking, how am I going to title this convo? But I will definitely come up with, with it. Or can I – what should, what, should what should I name this convo for you? I want to have something with NSJDA. Something that NSJTA, well, fun fact, I was, until the queen of NSJTA took over, but uh, I was the NSJTA number one representative player because I had played the most, um, the local events, like all the Pat Pierce, the Wayne Arthurs, the uh-huh. Alicia Mollet Cups, until uh-huh. Priscilla took over and played quite a few more, so well uh-huh. done, Priscilla. Um yeah, so I don't know. You may have to contact Mr. Aaron Sharp. Uh, <laughs> he's probably watching. He's probably watching his footy team. I think he goes to Essendon. Yeah, but go which, Bombers. Um, then, uh, no, no, not go Bombers. Go <laughs> I'm actually a Geelong Cats person, okay. so I'm a bit ashamed um, oh. of um, who we lost to the previous week's. Oh Sorry, God! Bombers, All right, anyway. But, um, so NSJ, yeah. are you saying is there like a, some sort of tally to say which player? Uh, involved in certain events all these years? Yes, well, um, I had no idea until I got given a special wristband from NSJTA, which they're currently giving out to all the, um, all the representatives, which I think is a great idea by NSJTA. Um, you know, I didn't realise that Aaron and the NSJTA committee actually tallied the number of, event, the number of events you play, so... Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I, I didn't even I didn't even know how many events I had played, but um, yeah, so they just number all them down, and mm-hmm. yeah, then they they give out your number. Um, so what was yeah. it? The, the lower the number, the better, or higher the number, the better, or just like a, a member, sort of like your your zero seven eight one or something like that. So yeah, so how it worked was the number of events you played, you're higher in the rankings. Mm-hmm. So. 
which what, that's what I gathered from. Um, yeah, but you, that may be a good question for Aaron to answer. Mm-hmm. Aaron, if you're listening, I might do a 2.0 on how system works. There you go. Yes, you may have to do that. <laughs> okay, all right. So I'll come up with something, and then you know, you know, for a fun fact. Now, not many people yes. know this is every time when I'm about to deliver a convo or, or send a convo, as in sorry, posting out. I don't. I have no idea what to, what the title should be. But I'm trying to be creative and relatable. So usually, what I do is I'll post it out, and then I get to listen some part of it, and then I'll give a very short phrase to determine the whole convo is like. But obviously, because each convo has so many different elements, so I pick the ones that really hits a bit of a, a bit of a laugh or a bit of intensity, and then that's my setting. But because Pre has took over the title of Queen. Of pers- yes. uh, so I'm thinking somewhere along the line, like I don't know, mother of NSJDA or Beyonce of NSJDA or <laughs> Beyonce. Uh, I don't know, like uh, or even oh, ballerina of it or I don't know. I'll, I'll come up with something. I'll come up. We'll with come something. up. With, we'll come up with something about NSJDA. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. We'll, that, that, yeah. We'll definitely give NSJDA a, a big shout out because at this stage, I feel like. No offense to other other regions, but I feel like NSJDA is really uniting um, the way that other regions can can look up to. You know, I'm not call- uh, I, I'm not yeah. calling out other regions, but I just feel like NSJDA has this thing where one, everyone knows everyone, and two, there is a very active communication, and and three, it's just like when something happens. Let's say, for example, um, not happens in a bad way, but let's say, for example, um, Matt Gregory. And he's Kobe, you know, a newborn who's six, seven weeks old, and everyone just really involved with a lot of positivity vibes and stuff like that, and and that just really brings in a lot of, um, I don't know, this is what we need in the world right now, positivity, you know. So so yeah, shout out to NSJDA if you're listening, and also I'm also reaching out to Harry because Aaron asked me or recommended me to reach out to Harry. Um, Harry Tate. Uh, no, Harry is a butterfant. Yes, yeah. I yeah, I remember meeting him. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But anyway, so Harry, if you're listening, anyway, so coming back to you, um, so you're doing sports trainer at VFL. How are you? How are you playing the card of a team sport versus tennis, and and how you are you, are you doing a little trend, good transition? Are you coping well? Um. Yeah, well, yeah, as we all know, tennis is a very individual sport. Um, that's why I really enjoyed playing the team events like the Pat Pierce and Wayne Arthur's Cup and Alicia Mycop. And even I played Bruce Cup as well mm-hmm. and the 12 and under team events one year as well, representing Vic. And, um, yeah, it's, um, it's actually really interesting to see how united and the camaraderie there at the football club, um, the football club, which I'm working at, um, the VFL club, shout out to Coburg Football Club, mm-hmm. um, they're, they've really built a really united and really supportive, um, yeah, supportive environment for each of the players and staff and mm-hmm. everyone involved in the club. Um, the dynamics, yeah, it's a bit different because, um, you don't have people like getting around you as much in tennis and also you're on your own on a tennis court. Um, there's no, at change events, you can have a pep talk from your coach, um, mm-hmm. which is a bit different. Um, yeah, tennis, you're out there on your own, so it's very yeah. different in that type of sense. Right. Okay. Okay. Now, more on tennis is that obviously you say you play for Bruce Cup, 
and you know, yes. What's one advice you give yourself when you are between, say, fourteen to sixteen? What's one tip you will you will tell yourself to get to, you know, maybe do a little change or arrangement or, yeah. One little change. Um, fourteen and sixteen. That's a very um golden time. Yeah, it is a golden time. Very important time for a lot of um tennis players that want to make it mm-hmm. um to the big time. Um, yeah, I would. Well, you have to put in a lot of hard work and dedication and commitment, and you got to really make sure that you're really passionate and you still want it. Like you got to. Well, you can do anything if you put your mind to it, and as long as you're enjoying what you're doing, keep doing it. But make sure you're not doing it for the wrong reasons, because I find some players may not be doing it for the right reasons, and they could be doing it for someone else rather than. It, Needs to be come. From, it needs to come from you. You need to be that intrinsically motivated. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, you got to also do something that others won't do. Like if it's a cold morning, you go out there and do something else. Like yeah, like somewhere out there, like someone's working harder than you all the time, and that's a big thing as well. And that could be the difference between you and that better player as well. Mm-hmm. So, did you give yourself ten out of ten when you were in juniors? Did I give myself ten out of ten? Mm-hmm. Um, I think as a junior, I really did my best, and I was very um, like I did sacrifice a lot, and like when people were going to parties, I would just be training, or like I would go to a party later, but I wouldn't. Um, yeah, I'd be very disciplined with my tennis, um, mm-hmm. but in in the sense that I was still enjoying it as well. I wasn't. Um, always like tennis, tennis, tennis. I would also give myself a break as well, like with family and friends. But um, no, I did give it a good crack and did well as a junior, accomplished mm-hmm. quite a few things, so that was good. Mm-hmm. So um, why didn't you go college? Yes, um, good question. Um, I was contemplating that um, that college pathway did even speak to a college coach. Um, I don't really know in the end. Like, I just thought it would be better to stay here. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like, it just – the college pathway is very good. Um, a lot of uh, players are still enjoying their tennis through that pathway. But, no, I didn't really want to study overseas too much. Like, I thought about it. Like, but, um, no, maybe, maybe I – could have done college it would have been a good idea though mm-hmm. like now that I reflect back on it it would have um been great yeah okay well look um things do happen for a reason so i i'm look if, if you've gone to college you don't get to you don't get to coach the five-year-olds right no, no. no i do not <laughs> <laughs> i would miss my five-year-olds okay. now um if you i don't know why this is such a random twist but um yes. are you able to are you able to do a split right now? <laughs> a split? Like, do the splits, like yeah. flexibility? Yeah. Uh, look, I may pull a hammy or something if I did that now. Um, Actually, <laughs> like, I'll, I'm still quite flexible, though. <laughs> I'll, put it, I'll put it this way. Do you recommend tennis players, not all, but just tennis players yeah. in general, do, do either ballerina or do and or, and or different sports while playing tennis? Ah, look, um, I find as, 
as a junior or like when you're younger, mm-hmm. expose them, expose kids to a lot of sports. But then as you get older, which I've learned through my course as well, like you specialize in a particular sport, but I don't think it's a bad idea to be exposed to quite a few different sports. Um, like I played even hockey at one stage, tried to get into that, but mm-hmm. that wasn't my thing. The only thing that I remember is a goalkeeper fainting. Um, what? Yeah, goalkeeper fainted. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, but I don't know. Like tennis is a really great sport, but um, no, I definitely play other sports as well. Like it's it's great to, especially team events, comparing that to tennis, you build a lot of um, support and connections and that camaraderie, as I was speaking about before. Mm, I like it. So it's, it's even, okay, There's, there is a combo that happens in every single but there is a question that happens in every convo. You may or may not know is that the, yes. in your opinion and experience, what is one difference between good coach and a great coach? Oh, that's a good question. Difference between a good coach and a great coach. Well, one obvious one is that the coach isn't in it for the money. Mm-hmm. Um, they look beyond that with a player. Um, I know that's their job, but I think the the quality of time that they invest in that in their player is important. And also, between a good coach and a great coach, like of course, the success um, that's a pretty obvious one. But um, even um, just the way that they connect and bond with their player, and getting to know your player is very important. Like um, knowing like. What are their strengths? What are their weaknesses? Even like, like personal life, if they're comfortable about it, um, if the player and coach are comfortable speaking to one another and, um, yeah, I would definitely say, yeah, just getting to know your player really well. That's a really important thing as a coach and mm-hmm. making sure their players still enjoying what they do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So personal, but professional. Yes, personal but professional. I think that that's the way to go. Mm. And also having that democratic, like, making sure the coach isn't always making the decisions. I think the coach, yes, they do make the decisions, but the player also needs to have their own input. Mm -hmm. Are you going to be a good coach or great coach one day? Hmm. Um, <laughs> 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 Look, I just I just want to make sure the kids are having fun because I'm working with a lot of five and six year olds that that really young age group. So I'd love to think I'm a great coach. I've got I've got a few um, of my students already threatening me to be like, "Can you like please stay? Like we're gonna leave if you don't stay." But um, oh. <laughs> um. Or sometimes I return back after having a period of time off and they're like, oh my God, where were you? I just messed around with them for a bit. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, no, nah, they're, they're great kids. But um, yeah, hopefully a great coach. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, m- many misconceptions about saying great coach, you must be coaching at the world-class level. In my opinion, yes. over close to 95 episode or 95 convo every single day in the last two and three or three months, is that most people think if you're a great coach, you must be coaching like Federer or top elite. You know, yeah. if, if your player consider you as a great coach, then you are a great coach. There's no yeah. ranking. 
there is no, you know, some people even say great coach are the ones who knows what you need. Full stop. It's just, it's just like bef- like before. Let's say after training, um, maybe your 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 go to food is I don't know pancake or or whatever, or snack. And your coach goes, "I'm gonna grab a pancake. Would you like one more for you?" Oh wow, that's a great coach. Again, yeah. personal but in, but personal but professional. Or, or even knowing that maybe you had some personal issues or whether it's family or partners and stuff. And your coach is like, "All right, after the training, you know, I'll talk to you after a few hours." You know, knowing that you, you're going to deal with some, some personal issues, then we'll talk about tennis a little bit later. And yeah. in my opinion, that's a great coach. So you, you, in, in your five, six, seven-year-olds, to them, in their eyes, in their world, Steph, Steph you are a great coach. Oh, thanks. <laughs> I hope so. But um, no, I agree with what you said. And, uh-huh. um, especially like not everyone... Um, has that support at home and um, you could be their role model. You're not just a coach in their eyes as well. You're also like their role model and best friend to some of the, yeah, the students or players that you're coaching. So that's a really good thing and important thing to take away that you're not just a coach to some players. You're more than that. And I know for a fact that my coach was like a second dad to me Mm -hmm. with some of the things that he did and sacrificed. So, um, yeah, I think it's very important that you're right, keep it professional but also personal. Mm, okay, beautiful. Now, moving on to parents, in your yes. opinion, what's one or maybe two, if you like, what's yep. one or two tips for tennis parents across Australia? Oh, um, tennis parents, look, I'm not going to lie to Mm-hmm. Oh, before, you know, before you answer sports. this, just before you answer this, uh, as all the convos, I'm not, uh, I'm not responsible for your safety. <laughs> You're not responsible for my safety. <laughs> That's great to hear. Um, <laughs> um, no, um, tips for parents. Firstly, just let the kids have fun. Like, mm-hmm. don't like. Yeah, I've seen some things, and I'm like, what are you doing? Um. Especially, like, it's gotten to the point where we have to put signs up at venues, like, oh, I've seen yes. signs. And it's just, like, does it really need to get to that point? It's not a grand um, slam. <laughs> oh, like, well, yeah, it, just let the kids have fun and also just be there to support them. And, I, of course, like, yeah, push them, but um, make sure they're still enjoying the sport. Like, that's really the main thing um, in any sport. As long as you're passionate and you're still enjoying the sport, that's the main thing. But, yeah, parents just let the kids play pretty much. Um, and it's it's out, like, when they're playing, like, it's just them out there. You're, you're outside. Yes, you can support, but don't get involved in the match. You know what? I reckon that's science. And, and no offense for whoever made the science. I reckon that's, there should be just one sign. Or one yes, I agree, sign. I agree. Just, just one sign says, let the kids play. Because that is yes. the ultimate, ultimate mindset for whether coaches or parents, you know, just let the kids play rather than, you know, like it's not a grand slam or, or you know, you got to do this, you got to do that, you know, because there's, there's few ways to say, it. like, for example, like I'm, I'm around swimming quite a bit and I get, I get to a lot of old swimming pools, like, you know, in the regional area, whatever, there's still a sign that says, do not run. Like, yes. I, we, we get that, we get that. But the newer way of, you know, what do you call it, positive enforcement is walk slowly. 
Yes. Yeah. So, so in other words, the way we deal with the next generation, how we communicate, is like instead of saying "Don't do this, don't do this, don't do this," how about we try to focus on the positives and really, really be influence, you know, ar- around the, the the specific space or, or, or setting. So, in other words, I, I personally think that in tennis clubs, instead of saying this is not a grand slam, you are not Roger Federer, you are not this, you are not that, you know, this is not a multi-million dollar baller. Just say, let the kids play. Because that one message can unlock and rewire so many, so many unnecessary issues and really reprogram how we treat our kids, um, you know, uh, before even after the match. Now, one of the best examples is, um, I'll ask you a question later. But yeah, one, yeah, yeah. One, one of the things is that I find is um, when when kids finish a match, right, and parents or even coach will ask you, you know, did you win or not? You know? Yeah. That's the, the first question. Shouldn't be, in my personal opinion, it's not just about winning or losing. It could be, yeah. how did you go? Uh, or how even, did you or, play? How did you play? Or even just, and, and again, you got to have right timing as well. Not straight after you close the gate. you got to let the kid do, do kid him, him or do, do his or her thing and, and after stretching or whatever, and then you just say, or even say, hey, come and speak to me when you want to speak to me. I'll be in the car or elsewhere. Just let the kids play because that is the yeah. best way to learn rather than, oh, my God, you want 6-4, 6-4, or if you do this and that, or you could do 6-2, 6-2, you know, save you four games. So anyway, so in your opinion, what is one yes. common mistake that tennis parents have? Well, I think you pointed it out right there. Um, focusing on, yeah, did you win or did you lose? But I think that underlying factor is how did you play? Or if you did win, how did you win? Like, was it a good win? Was it an ugly win? Or if you lost, did you give everything out on that court? Um, I think it's, yeah, and did you, as you said, like, let them play. Um, yeah, just making sure they're still enjoying themselves out there. But, um... One thing that, yeah, parents should change is, yeah, I guess that that result, just especially when they're still um, developing as a junior, like focusing on really like how are they playing. I know it doesn't even help that your mates out there after you finish a match, even there, the first question they ask is, did you win or did you lose? Or did you, if you're holding the balls, that mean you won. Um, but, um, yeah, like asking how did you play, like, and reflecting, how, like, what can you do to improve? Like, rather than being very either negative or just, yeah, focusing on the negatives rather than positives or, mm-hmm. yeah. And, and, and I agree because I reckon, like, the first approach, whether it's context-wise, like, the way you deliver it when you, and then also the timing-wise, when you deliver it, you know. Yes. Um, and... Or like there's still see I still see far far way too many junior tournaments especially is like hey, you got up and then that's the most common question and the person just yes. like got up but the thing is there is so much like you don't yell across you know five minutes hey you got up and you're holding the ball and you know but the thing is, I, I feel like um, if you win or lose a match or after a match and that player yeah. should. She have the right not to answer any questions. He or she can just go to the tournament office, drop the ball, or just go to the the club, uh, the you know clubhouse to do whatever he wants to do. And and then people can you know engage whether you, you got up, you got down, how do you feel, and, and or even parents. You know, I, I I just think that sometimes that you said you said it best. You know, sometimes players can win ugly, 
and they they are probably having a bit of guilt holding the ball, you know, winning seven five on the third, and you know it was maybe there was some dramas and you know controversies. So winning maybe something maybe he or she's not fully proud of, but then you kind of thinking yes, you won either way, and I I think that's that's the way to go. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I agree with that. Yeah, mm. for yeah. sure. Okay, now let's switch something something a little bit、uh, fun and easy. Is that、um, yes? Now you're gonna tell the whole world, nice and loud. Out of all the AFL teams, why Geelong? Ah,、oh, um, look. Better be good. Better be good. Look, I'm not gonna lie. Um, <laughs> I was. Look, I used to go for North Melbourne because Dad brainwashed me. But、um, I wanted to choose my own team, so it was in '07 when I think they beat Port Adelaide in the grand final. I decided I really liked how they played, and maybe it was because they had their their glory days back then. But、um, yes, I became a Geelong supporter.、Um, yeah, like it was it was more watching that '07 grand final. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, that's it. There's not much to the story. Oh my gosh! All right. And I'm、uh, sorry to disappoint. Okay, well, you know, you're not disappointing. We we happy because,、um, yeah, I, I'm not gonna. I'm very cautious because last time I called out to one team, you know, someone just like, do you really have to call out that team? Because that's my favorite team. I was like, you know what? I'm not gonna call out any teams.、Um, okay. Now okay. you do know、um, for all the listeners, because why at this stage we're hitting just over. Thirteen thousand and thirty and a half thousand times played, and、wow. yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, your voice is will be heard in the next twenty four. Oh, well, next twenty four hours or forty eight hours. That when I when I post it, you are averaging somewhere between I don't know two fifty to six hundred listeners. Yeah,、oh. no pressure. No, I should have <laughs> yeah, said this、no、at、pressure. the start. <laughs> yeah, probably all yeah, the NSJT、yeah. will be listening to this. You know, probably, probably. Yeah.、Um, okay. Yeah. Uh, your moment of appreciation. I've done the intro before the convo, so moment of appreciation. Steph, take it away. Okay,、um, moment of appreciation. Well, first of all, I'd like to thank my family. They're first and foremost.、Um, my mum, dad, my brothers,、um, and the rest of the family.、Um, I'd also like to thank my coach, Nectar Davos, who works at Tennis Train.、Um, Thank you for all your support over the years and your sacrifices you've made. And、um, thank you to the NSJTA committee.、Um, shout out to them for always giving their players an opportunity. It doesn't matter what skill level they may be, they were always、um, willing to support everyone no matter what.、Um, yeah, thank you to. I like to thank Kuyong as well.、Um, For giving me the opportunity to play for them over the years, and I'm still playing for them, so it's been great. Thank you to all、um, my tennis friends and just everyone for their love and support over the years. I really appreciate it. Thank you to so many people. Oh my goodness!、Um, <laughs> thank, thank you, you to thank you、um, <laughs> yeah. Thanks to even my partner who recently was coming to my life. Thank you to him for、um, yeah challenging me. With um sport, it's been great. Um, thank you to thank you to you, Tom, for、um, developing um this tennis and Melbourne combos. I think it's been a great idea, and it's um it's been really great for tennis. I think, and not only tennis, just even people outside of tennis probably listening all over the world or wherever they are. And 
yeah, it's really great that you created this for a lot of people. I think it'll keep that passion and that inspiration flowing throughout Melbourne and throughout hopefully the whole world. And as you said, keep that positivity going, especially during this time in the world. So thank you, Tom. Oh, wow. Thank you. I, I just, I'm just giving you this virtual hug. Okay, beautiful. Oh, uh, thanks. <laughs> uh, yeah, so Tennis of Melbourne is, is a city of love. And um, I recently changed it to, you know, what the world needs right now. What the world needs, the world doesn't need a lot of tennis stories. The world needs a lot of positivity around tennis. And that's why I changed to the city of love. And I would say you're one of very few who turn around and, and appreciate that Tennis of Melbourne is giving you the, the platforms and and every time anyone says, oh, thank you, Tom, and that gives me tingles because every single day for the last, um, except weekends um, and, uh, and some Sundays, is, uh, yeah, it's uh, just been reaching out. I've got two more today and then, uh, so two more today, one more tomorrow, and that's done for the week, and then I'll just wait yeah. for, for the next week. And, um, yeah, so it's like I was really looking forward to a the convo today with you because I feel like, there are things where I can talk about it. Let's say, for example, for you, I don't want to talk about how to serve because it's it's just something. Because I think your character and your charisma is ways way more than. Don't take it the wrong way, but way more than your tennis. <laughs> no, 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 thank you. No, I'll, I'll take it as a compliment. Yeah. No, thank no, you. No, you know, you know why? I, you, you you may or may not remember. Um, I think it was an Australian Open. I was on the way. And I bump into you at a, I think it was my, uh, Court Three or Margaret Court or whatever, and yeah. I was, and, I, and you were probably like seventeen, eighteen, or sixteen. And then I said, "Hey, when can I gonna? When am I gonna see you? Um, uh, in you know, in, in the qualifying or the AO?" And you straight away, do you remember what you said? No, okay. I don't. But I think I vividly remember those like yeah. meeting, yeah, meeting with the Open. Yeah, and then and then you basically said, "Oh." I'm not sure about this. I'm just going to do what I do best. So straight away, <laughs> you know what you want and you know what you don't want. And you continuously just strive for what you want. And I'm, I'm happy for you because um, I do have a lot of segments or, or convos. It's about life after tennis. Yes. And, um, in your opinion, what what did or what, because you're still playing tennis, um, yeah. how are you applying tennis lessons? And you apply that to your daily life. So tennis lessons, like how am I? Yeah. Um, so like tennis lessons, like the way that I'm coaching. The way, like, let's say the mindset, independence, working under pressure, and even working at the, as a sports trainer at, at Coburg. Uh, are you, can you, do you use those lessons, working under pressure, you know, decision making in order for you to execute um, certain exercises? Yeah, um, I think, like, yeah, being organized and just, um, yeah, having a lot of structure and discipline um, over the years through tennis and that passion and enjoyment has really helped me in everyday life and has really kept me focused of Mm -hmm. staying in that sporting industry and knowing what I want to do. Just always having that drive and passion, um, well, as I said, I'm still playing tennis. I may not be playing tennis as competitively, but um, I've always had that passion and that love for tennis. So that's why I've been wanting to stay in the sport, whether it be as a coach, whether it be as a player, mm-hmm. whether it be as a sports trainer. Um, yeah, no, it's been great just to, 
yeah, use those skills that I've used throughout tennis, especially like, yeah, communication, discipline, mm-hmm. um, dedication and applying it to everyday life. If, if I reach out to you in five years' time. Yes. And we're going to have a convo. Yes. Where will you be and what are we going to talk about? Where will I be? I, look, if I'm being honest, I'm hoping to be engaged by that time. Hey, okay, <laughs> uh, okay. Oh. Um, but, um, no, in um, a few years' time, well, I'm hoping to be teaching little kids, um, PE, or even even high school students I'm considering, um, and just expressing my knowledge and passion about um, all the exercise sports science information that I've learned over the years and sharing that knowledge with them and ensuring... Mm-hmm. They have that knowledge as well, but um, I am definitely hoping to still be in contact with a lot of people as well um, to maintain that connection with like tennis especially. Um, mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I'm hoping to just still be in tennis and involved in tennis in some way or another because it's been part of my whole life and it. Like, it, it does mean a lot to me, and even players who don't play as much anymore or who may not play, they do know that tennis, tennis was a lot for us as a junior, especially, like, a lot of us probably say that, but I know we don't play as much anymore. We may not play at all, but um, tennis was a big part of our life, and I think that's going to be with us for the rest of our life, and we're always going to have that competitiveness within us, whether we're playing mm-hmm. Um, any game, like it could be, I know I get really competitive and that's just that competitive nature that we've developed over the years. So, so just checking, um, yeah. just checking, tennis is not boring and never will be boring for you. It never will be boring for you, <laughs> not at all. There's always, there's always something to learn. Like you learn new things every day. Um, no, tennis will never be boring for me and even, uh, even, I get to help out, like, my younger brothers, especially I remember coaching, don't coach your siblings, that's one thing I'd give advice okay. to because he smacked I... me with a ball one time in the <gasps> stomach and he said, well, why didn't you move? Um, so, yeah. Um, How old is your brother? So I've got one that's 10 and I've got one that's uh, 15, turning 15, yeah. Am I going to put up with them in the future at the tournament? <sighs> Look, um... There's one that could play tennis, but he's very much into his football. But um, he's a very good tennis player, but just um, more into his footy. But I don't think um, either of them, I'm not sure if they'll play um, tennis. But um, you know what? They do their thing, and I'll be there to support them as they've been there for me. And, um, yeah, just... Yeah, as long as they're happy, that's the main thing. That means if they're going to play tournaments, you're going to be driving them around. Yes, I already do drive them around. Oh, they better appreciate. <laughs> um, they better appreciate. Ah, uh, they definitely do. No, they definitely do. Okay, okay, beautiful. Look, um, I'll definitely reach out to you, but not in five years' time. But uh, not in five years' time. Not in five years. Okay. I'll definitely reach out to you. We we can talk about more about tennis. But this is probably my first ever convo. I don't talk about the game of tennis or as such where getting too technical was was more about you and how tennis is not boring and NSJDA I guess I think I don't know why I'm, I'm just I just got this this connection with NSJDA and uh, I would love to yeah, you do. <laughs> I, I really would love to I, I think NSJDA is back in our 
comps, I think last week or next week, I'm not sure. I think it's, yeah, in the next coming weeks, yeah. um, early July, I think the, yeah. they're going to commence back. Um, I think 17th, 18th of July, around there, they're going to start back, which is great for the kids. Yeah, I'll definitely, when I have time, I'll, I'll come in and check out some tennis and because I feel like uh, probably four or five combos, that's like how many? Five percent of the combo is is all dedicated to NSJDA. So maybe uh, well done, NSJDA. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Maybe I can I can reach out to other people and then just uh, you know in even different regions. So um, I need a shout outs to uh, NEJDA, East Region, Waverley, Bayside. Where else am I missing anything? Bayside. East region. Yeah, no, I think that's, that's it. it. Okay, beautiful. All right. Uh, Steph, you've been amazing. I want to thank you for your time and your love no, you're and your welcome. value. And, um, and uh, this is beneficial for many, many people. And I, I, w- I would say your combo is very targeting parents as, as more and also players because you are, you are somewhat a uh, very mature kind of person that I'll definitely, again, reach out to you. So, oh, Thanks, Tom. No, thank you for your time. I really appreciate it. All right. Thanks, Dev. Thank you very much. Thanks, Tom. Thanks, everyone. Bye. Bye.